What's up, Habibis? Welcome to the XFL Podcast, episode number 14. It's going to be a big one. We're going to dive into all the happenings that happened in week eight, jump into all the playoff scenarios and all the ratings and attendance numbers, along with picking every game of week nine. I am Jonathan Riss. This is the XFL Podcast. Go ahead, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening. If you are listening on audio form, I am joined as always, as I have been for the past 13 episodes with the general of Detroit, Michigan, MG Geek. MG, how you doing? Yo, sir? what up, man? You gotta drop a bomb for MG. And the air. Oh, damn. Oh, I get all the stuff. Wow. Can I get a beer snake? Uh, can mm. you get a beer snake? From, from my beer? You, you don't oh you, oh you just got a gavel. Okay. Fine. <laughs> um I'm doing good, man. Uh I don't know about you, but I actually really liked three of the four games this week. Um there was a couple, there was one stinker in there, I thought, but the rest I thought were pretty good. So uh yeah. yeah. I got absolutely fucked this week, but we will get into that when we review um, where we're standing in the spreads. Um, but, ooh, that reminds me. Do you have a coin? I Do I need a coin? Because I don't have a coin. We will need a coin. Oh, we're need a coin? I meant to grab one. Oh. Yeah, I meant to grab one, but I didn't. If not, I think I could get... I think my piggy bank is right here. Hold on. Look. <laughs> All right, I got my, got my piggy bank. Okay, I was gonna say I have the good old fashioned virtual coin up on the screen. We can use nah, that. We're gonna we're gonna old school this. I'm gonna make sure I get a nice coin out of here. Okay. So that we can. Mm-hmm. Is it bad luck to flip with a penny? Oh, here's a quarter. Um, a quarter. Hold on. I'm sure I'm it is. So I would say sure, go for it. <laughs> All right, we'll put this somewhere for now. Oreo, watch the piggy bank. All right. All right. Welcome to the XFL podcast, everybody. Let's get right (laughs) on into it um, with the ratings. So, MG, the ratings look terrific this week. Um, We'll just jump right into it. The Battle Hawks versus the Vipers on ESPN did half a mil at 502,000, and that was on ESPN. The Renegades and the Guardians also on ESPN did 679,000. Thousand on Easter Sunday, the Roughnecks versus the Brahmas on ABC did 1.006 million, and then the Defenders and the Sea Dragons on ESPN2 did 487,000. MG on a holiday on ABC, yeah, over 1 million viewers. For didn't I tell you that these games should be in the middle of the afternoon on the weekends? Um, and on ABC, and, apparently. Yeah, and and people probably treated this a lot like they do their Thanksgiving with football. Those that are into it, um, and there was a lot more. There was a lot more eyeballs on it. I don't know who what baseball games were playing, but um, clearly San Antonio doesn't have a baseball team. So I mean, they're probably Rangers fans or something like that. But yeah, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. That's the only thing they were really going up against. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the the um, so the Renegades and game the Masters was, wasn't the Masters. Yeah, okay, Masters, Masters true. So yeah, yeah. So that probably I know that drew a pretty big rating. But um, yeah, the Renegades game on Saturday night was going up against UFC 
and um well, the nba game nba season was finishing i do believe or did it finish yeah. on friday night yeah because the, the um, um the yeah. playoffs started the playing game started last night yeah they just started so so yeah so this weekend it didn't i think it was a little lighter in sports so they benefit from it maybe people just flipping around and finding going oh and that roughnecks Brahma's game that was the one i didn't kind of care for as much but i mean it did a good number um the one the one at night and we'll get into it was kind of my jam um it was your jam but yeah yeah the the defenders sea dragons game i thought that really 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 had a lot of twists and turns there was two games the first one of the week and this and the last one of the week that really kind of turned meds for me um okay. and we'll get into those in a moment absolutely mm. um but before we do that, as a reminder, you can always drop us a question that we will typically save for the end of the show. Uh, you could drop it as a comment on the YouTube page, or you could send us a tweet, send us a DM on Instagram, um, or on Spotify. There's this feature to where you could scroll up and you could even type in a question. A question came in on uh, episode 12 right after we got done recording episode 13. So instead of waiting till all the way to the end of this episode to get to it, because it has to do with the playoffs and we're about to get into that, I figured we'd just address it and talk about it now. So JL Upshaw on Spotify sent in the question, is it certain the North plays the playoff game the 29th? I've heard it, not seen it anywhere. Proud to say I've been to every game and the playoffs will be no exception so jl upshaw has been going to every games um for the division championship i'm gonna guess he's a st louis fan or a dc fan because those would be the two north teams and he's been mm. i would say dc okay i'm gonna Mm. put money on dc jl drop us tell us who um but Mm. The North Division game will be that Sunday, April 30th, while the South Division Championship game will be the Saturday the 29th. Um, so Saturday the 29th is the South, 7 p.m. ESPN2. The North, Sunday, April 30th, 3 p.m. on ESPN. So that answers that question for you, JL. Sorry, it took us a little extra week. Um, we do record these Wednesday night. It is midnight right now, about to be Thursday morning, and we're recording it. So any questions that come in after that, you know, might get pushed to next week. But, MG, speaking of the playoffs. Yes, sir. Shall we get into them? Let's start. Yeah, here let's the go North. into the. So we're going to the scenarios, right? We're going into. So yeah, so these are what so these are what's where people each team is at at this point. Yes, and how they could get in um, from where we're at. So the DC Defenders they have clinched. Um, they locked up a playoff berth by beating uh, the Sea Dragons in what MG is considering possibly a game of the year. Um, DC can clinch the home field advantage with a win in either of their final games this year. Um, the St. Louis Battlehawks defeated the Vipers. Um, it moved them one game lead for that final playoff spot. They will clinch that playoff spot with a win against the Sea Dragons. And the Seattle uh, the Seattle Sea Dragons, speaking of them, um, do not hold the tiebreaker they, uh, to the Battlehawks. Um, they would need Seattle to lose out 
essentially to make the playoffs. So uh, Ben DiNucci, Josh Gordon's time um, may be coming to an end here. And then you have the Vegas Vipers mm-hmm. in the north and MG. They're just eliminated. They've been eliminated for two weeks. Um, oh, yeah. For the, for the south, do you have anything you want to talk about on the north side? Um, I think it's pretty evident who's going to get there. I mean, Seattle has a shot. Oh, that'd probably be a good idea, wouldn't it? Here we go. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, so Seattle has a shot, but I think if I'm leaning to it right now, yeah, that's where I, I kind of said that last week. That's where I kind of was leaning, and I'm not really going anywhere. And, and I want Seattle to pull out the miracle. Um I mean, they're just basically going to have to win out. That is what, you, what, it is. what would you rather see? Would you rather see the Defenders than Battlehawks or the Defenders and Sea Dragons? I think the Sea Dragons would be a better uh, a better matchup because they're going to be throwing the ball all over the place. And so um, a rematch yeah. of that would be fun. So let's do that. But I don't know. I think Seattle, I think St. Louis has got the uh, one up on them. So. But Seattle's starting to play better. Um, they still don't have much of a running game. They but then they have just dynamic passers or receivers that are getting the job done. But then they throw in the, the turnovers, time, and here we are. Mm. The last time uh, D.C. and St. Louis faced off, though, that was what we were considering the other game of the year. That um, yeah. Michael Johnson, I think Michael Jordan, Michael Johnson, number 15 for the defenders, um, Stone Cold Stunnered, the goalpost, that game. Yes. That was yes. You uh, were pretty excited about that. You were you were happy. Oh yeah, no, that was that was great because it was on three sixteen weekend. You know, uh, exclusive merch coming here soon. If you could guess the date, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But anyways, let's go into the South MG. Yes, um, and you can keep this two scream up. But the Houston Roughnecks mm-hmm. have clinched. They were the first team to um, get their number called to get into the postseason by beating the Brahmas in overtime. So they are chilling. There, Arlington Renegades currently hold the second playoff spot. They could clinch the playoff berth with a win in their remaining games against the Defenders and the Roughnecks or a combination of a win and Brahma's loss. The Brahma's at two and six, believe it or not, MG, are still alive, but barely. Um, They would need the Renegades to lose out and they would have to win out and they would have to win out in a large fashion because of the tie-breaking scenarios. And then the Quentin Dormaday-led Orlando Guardians have officially been eliminated. And I think I might even have that sound, MG, so you might not even need to do it. Hold on. Is it this one? Uh, It would be this. There we go. There you go. That's the professional version of my uh, cheesy... uh explanation for the the guardians because man i gotta tell you i was i really thought they might pull out another one <laughs> and then that last drive and we'll get into that but yeah so roughnecks renegades I, it's gotta be right i mean it's pretty yeah. to what dc and dc houston championship game yeah, I think, and I think I said a few weeks back that unless something crazy happens, Houston's got the edge in the south, and they're not going to let it go. And it seems to be pretty much playing out that way. Um, I mean, how Ar- I guess Arlington, Arlington get hot and take it, but we'll see. How pissed do you think Danny and Dewey are that they have 
St. Louis, and D.C. in the same division. Do you know how electric a championship game between D.C. That's, and St. Louis would yeah. be as far as fan bases? I, and it's like, just going to fall how it is, man. That's going to... Yeah, but could you they, imagine they if that was the that. first championship game? It could, but, like, just imagine if the first championship game, you turn I, I get it what on, you're saying, NFL optics, championship, right? Yeah. And you turn it on, and it's just... 400 levels sold out. Beer snakes taking over half the stadium. It would be electric. It would be mm-hmm. fucking electric. But we discussed MJ, that a little last week about if they will travel or not, and that'll be a thing. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if the, the, MJ, the, the fan base is travel. Time out, time out, time out. I am here to tell you about Habibi Clothing's new collection, the Killer Collection, based off a picture that I took, habibiclothing.co slash killer, or just scan the QR code. We got hats. We got hoodies. What else could you ask for? Just go to habibiclothing.co slash killer, or just scan the QR code to get swagged out in this drip. It's the Killer Collection out now, habibiclothing.co. .co. Go grab yours today. Back to the show. Talk to talk to me and tell the people oh. how I got absolutely fucked this week. Well, let's throw up uh let's throw up some stuff here. Um so yeah, so um you uh didn't do that great. So I'm going to run through these games and you can look at the look at the uh yeah, we both went Rings one and here. fucking three against the spread. Um, <laughs> You're so mad about I am this. 20, I am 21 <laughs> and 11. I am officially over um, in the double-digit loss section. MG is the complete opposite at 11 and 21. Um, <laughs> he's now in the 20s of losses. <laughs> MG is doing terrible. But, yeah, so this first game, we both picked the right heart, team. Man. <laughs> but we didn't we cover. Both, we both picked the right team. <laughs> However, here on the XFL podcast, we pick against the spread, and St. Louis didn't fucking cover the fucking seven points against the Vipers. Yeah, MG. so Tell so St. Louis, uh, twenty-one to seventeen. This went to overtime. The attendance was thirty-five thousand one hundred and sixty-seven, to be exact. Uh, there was a fake punt that I think was one of the highlights of the game, 64-yard pass. Uh, highlights of the season. Yeah. Uh, okay, fair. But, yeah, this was different. I mean, I, he was so wide open. I was like, how did he get that wide open? But clearly they didn't practice this. <laughs> That's what I got out of it. And then um, Brian Hill converted the the second try. They went back and forth. They each got two tries to win the game, and on the second one, Battlehawks got it. So there we go. They they win. The next game, Arlington and Arlington versus Orlando. Orlando was Another so one. close. There was yeah, attendance attendance um seven thousand seven hundred eighty nine. Such a disparity between St. Louis. There and was Orlando. a uh, there was a big there was a big movement on the interwebs this weekend um, okay. where people are saying that if they don't see an expansion with the XFL, the one thing that they would hope, like the one change they would like to see is moving Orlando back to New York because Orlando's consistently only doing 7,000, and in that stadium it looks terrible. And I think you're going to yeah. get a lot more people out in, you know, 
the tri-state area in New York. We'll see. Then you I, are yeah, going to get... I, I could see that. You know, it's yeah. and it also and to me it also the fact that they're all in a hub and they just all fly to the city, fly to the city to play the games is a little wonky still. So, um, so you could almost with that logic in mind, you could put these teams location based anywhere. Um, yeah. So the second game, uh, Arland- Arlington Renegades and Orlando Guardians. This was eighteen sixteen. I already said that, but I'll say it again. So uh, seven thousand seven hundred eighty nine, and then um, the last play. I thought he was doing so well. Quentin Dermody fumbles on the last drive. I was I was like, is he going to pull this out? I really thought he was going to pull it out, and then he fumbled the ball, and I'm like, okay, never mind. Uh, let's move on. Uh, do you have anything on these two first two games? Um, no. Um, Quentin Dormaday's looked good. I hope he's in the XFL next season. I would like to see a full season with him as a starter. I think that team would be somewhat comparable to what the Renegades are like right now. Um, okay. Quentin Dormaday on the Renegades might put them up there with the Roughnecks as far as competitiveness. I think... Am I thinking that right, Renegades? Yeah, Renegades. Um, mm-hmm. Renegades are four and four, three and two in their division, and they haven't had a steady statesman there at quarterback all year. Um, but with that right. being said, fucking, we both picked Orlando. They didn't cover the spread. Um, it was a one point fucking spread. They were favorited, and we <laughs> lost. So their four week trend can- of winning comes to or just covering the spread i should say comes to an end he's bitter people i can tell you he's he he texted me at the end of the texted me monday very very pissed (laughs) i can't say it any other way (laughs) anyway um and you know why this next game is a fucking reason (laughs) (laughs) okay so this is a game i didn't I didn't care for as much. I don't know why, but Houston Roughnecks, uh, 17, San Antonio Brahma's 15, um, 12,000 in attendance, 12,243. There was a two point conversion at the end to win it. This is the second game. So we went the whole season, first seven weeks, no, um, uh, no overtime games. And we had two in one week. Shit, there was no um, overtime games in 2020 neither. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, these are the first overtime games of the new league, and they both happened in the same week. Um, this, uh, yeah, this, like, I don't have a lot to say about this game, but I, I don't know. San Antonio, San Antonio looks just com- combobulated at times, but other times they look really good. So, and again, there wasn't a lot of scoring, but I think the key here is Houston's defense. If Houston's defense going forward is um, can play like they have been playing, they're going to be a tough out for whoever the team they face in the finals. Because I have a feeling they're it. So, but you know, yeah. I never know. Okay, um, and then like the Clint last game, oh, oh, go ahead. Let mm. me fucking talk, motherfucker. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry, uh, boy. I like Cole McDonald playing um, at quarterback as well. Um, shout out Deontay Burnett. Um, he was one of like the first NFL guys I ever interviewed. Totally butchered his name. I might have that in the archives, so maybe after the season I'll release that on here. 
But this is one of those games that pissed me off, man. I picked the right team, but they didn't cover the fucking spread. So MG wins the point because he picks San Antonio <laughs> to cover the spread. And they fucking did, surprisingly. So, yeah. Wow. Fuck me. Okay. So the last game, DC's Avengers uh, defeat the Seattle Sea Dragons 34-33. This, this was a doozy. Um, this had... All the sauce. Um, just looking at some of the stats the here. Ben DiNucci, all the sauce. All this, okay. Ben DiNucci and uh, Tiamo. I should be able to say his name better by now. But um, they, uh, they Jordan Tiamo. Yes, thank you. I had it right. I knew his first name too. I just didn't say it. Uh, he went uh, 17 to 26 for 247 yards, four TDs. DiNucci was 38 uh, for 42 for 300 and uh, one yards, three TDs, and and one INT. Okay, so there's a good news here with Danucci. He's cutting back on INTs. Um, so um, that's that. That's a good thing. Um, there's still not a lot of rushing yards uh, for Seattle. Uh, they were more consistent. The, this should be. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I think St. Louis might eke in, but this this could be a heck of a game if they do it again for the semifinals. Um, they failed. There was a wacky two point conversion that I just didn't know why they called that play. I was sitting there going, why, why did you call that play? And they just totally left the DN just completely naked. And he just, just swallowed up, uh, Danucci. So miscommunication, <sighs> but, um, unfortunately yeah. I think, um, I think we're going to see Seattle, and not even unfortunately, I think Seattle's, uh, or Seattle, uh, Battlehawks versus Defenders is going to be a good game too, but I think that's what we're ultimately going to see. So maybe I'll cash yeah. out my Sea Dragons um, championship bet. Uh, maybe I'll cash <laughs> that ticket out, see if I still got a cash out option, save me a dollar fifty or something. Uh, also, MG. one last, one, yeah, no, one okay. last thing on this game before I move on. Uh, before we go to the next part, uh, Danucci, Ben Danucci is first player in NFL, uh, XFL with uh, 2,000 yards this season, which, okay, is, I mean, it's obvious with that offense they run that this is going to be, this is probably. We'll drop a bomb for Ben Danucci. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. You want to um, pick some games? Unless you got anything else yes. on the games this week. Let's let's go ahead and no. Do some let's pick. get into week nine. Go ahead, throw that graphic oh, okay. up. Yes, yes, sir. So here's the mm. situation. We actually talked about this last week, right? The situation is that the winner goes second. The loser of the week picks first. We've tied. We both went one <laughs> and three. Oh, this is where the coin so, came in. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we will do a coin toss. MGI will let you call it in the air. The only question is, is do you want it to fall to the ground or do you want the catch and flip onto the hands? Catch and flip is fine. That way I can see it. Catch and flip? Okay. Because mm, I'm cool. going so we'll to gonna call it, it as it's coming down. Okay, well, there's going to be a delay, so good luck on that. But call it in the air. Here we go. Tails. And so you see, I'm not lying. I'm just going to flip that up right there. It it's is heads. Okay, I'll pick first. Fine. 
So MG will continue <laughs> to pick first. I'm used to it. MG. It's okay. All right. So let's let's Take run through away. these. So I want to say one thing before we uh, run through the the, the games. Okay. I'm glad they're taking my advice and running these games in the afternoons. These are early games this week, um, yes. especially on uh, on Sunday. I am so happy they're doing this. They're lining up with what the NFL does and getting these out of the way. And there's so much stuff starting to happen um, with everybody's schedules. So I'm glad they're trying to get these done early. So with that said, uh, Vegas Vipers at Houston Roughnecks. This is a Saturday game at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. So so it's really early there um, in Houston. So Vegas is getting six and a half. Uh, Houston laying the, laying the six and a half. And you have an over-under of 43 points. Um, I'm going to go. That's a weird number because I know it's, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to all score touchdowns and no one's going to be able to get a damn extra point <laughs> and screw this up. Um, Houston at home. I'm going to, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the uh, favorite. So I'll take, You're the, taking I'll, I'll lay the points. Yep. I'll, I'll take Houston and lay and the points. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to make it short and sweet. I'm going to go Vegas. Vegas has nothing to lose. They have uh, never played the Roughnecks. And that new quarterback, um, whose name is escaping me for Vegas right now, um, has been has been doing a little sum-sum every now and again. So I think they'll keep this with that within a touchdown. They've been in their last uh, couple games. So I'm going to go Vegas to cover the 6.5 MG. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, I was going to try to look up that quarterback real quick, but I'll move on. Uh, um, Jalen McClendon. Wow. Excuse me. Jalen McClendon. Okay, yeah. And actually, now that now that rings a bell. Um, Hold on. Can I just say something? Yeah. I just, because I just, I just saw this for the first time, and this is fucking bizarre, MG. Jalen McClendon has played in two games. Okay. He has he is ranked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, number twelve in passing yards at four hundred and twenty three in two games. I you Can know what that I could chalk it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Guess who number eleven is? This is my boy Paxton Lynch. No, Paxton Lynch is actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, is number eight. <laughs> okay. But number 11 is Brett Hundley, also for the Vikings. Who he replaced? He played in two more games. <laughs> okay. And this man is less than 100 yards away from passing in half the games. Yeah. So his, what you're so saying is output is something to take take in consideration. Yeah, Jalen McClendon is doing things for the Vipers. You just wish uh, he was the starting quarterback sooner, unfortunately. Still taking the Houston. Same with the Guardians. Okay. The Vipers and the Guardians are just really two teams that suffered from not finding their number one quarterback. Quarterback right up, uh, yep. mm-hmm. right up front in, at the beginning of the season. Um, and I think Arlington is another uh, team that suffered from that a little bit, even though uh, Cone 
I was it Cone? I think it was Cone. Um, yeah. Did some solid things for them. Or, excuse me, Plitt. And yeah. Cone was uh, the Brahmas. Plitt always looked like he had an attitude. I don't know. Uh, just me. Um, all right, let's Once go to again, the next fuck game. Fuckboy Plitt. So, Orlando Guardians at San Antonio Brahmas. Um, this is the night nightcap, 7 p.m. And this is... They, these... These, Vegas likes them some Orlando. They they give them a chance. They're playing they're playing uh hard, but you got San Antonio at home. Um so Orlando Guardians um plus one and a half. This this seems this feels like a pick'em to me, uh, for the most part. Orlando's been playing better. Um I'm gonna go ahead and take the upset here. Uh over and under is thirty nine, in case you were wondering. Uh, but I'm gonna take Orlando. Okay. Jonathan, what say you? I'm going to do the complete. And this is where my downfall turns, right? This is going to be the trend of the mm. show. I'm going to whoop <laughs> your ass in these pickings, and you're just going to come back. You're lucky we're – if we were doing, like, a point system where, I, like, we had to assign, like, this is a three-point play, this is a two-point play, this is a one-point play, you might, like, be able to catch me in these next couple weeks. You're not going to be able to how we're doing it right now. We're doing it straight up. But because, like, because something um, like what I'm about to do right now, where I'm just going complete opposite of what probably I would have done all year, I'm going to go with the San Antonio Brahmas. And I'm only going with the Brahmas because of one reason, and that reason is Paxton Lynch. And I know you're like, huh? What? It's all came it's back Paxton, around on me. Oh, it's Paxton shit. Lynch. It's Paxton Lynch revenge season. He's going. He's going up against his formal squad in Orlando. Oh, he wants to show that. them what they're missing. Paxton Lynch revenge season. I'm picking the Brahmas to cover that one and a half. Oh my God! Could you imagine? Okay, fine. Uh, I'm still going to take the Guardians. They're going to. Terrell Buckley's gonna pull out all the stops <laughs> for once. All right. All right. We had too much fun with that game. Arlington Renegades at the DC Defenders. This is the Sunday game. 12 p.m. Like I said, early start. Um uh man, they're gonna be day drinking in DC big time. Oh God, it's gonna be a party. Uh let's see. You so you have DC laying the eight and a half. Um and so eight and a half is the uh, number. Um, over forty, over under is forty one and a half. Oh man! Um, last time I took DC like this, I I think I lost. Uh, <laughs> and Arlington needs this game, right? Uh, uh. Yes. Yeah, Arlington. Arlington will clinch the playoff spot. Um, with they uh, will clinch it with beating the defenders and Houston. Um, but yeah, this will essentially kind of lock it up for them. DC Especially doesn't have if, to win, uh, but they're the at Brahms home. Lose. I can't, I, I can't in good conscience go against DC at home. I really can't. You know who beat DC um, in at home? Yeah, Orlando did. I know, I know. Hmm. Or Vipers did? Was it Wait. the? Was it the Viper? It was Orlando. 
It was Orlando two weeks ago, I do believe, because we were flabbergasted by it. Mm. So I'm going to... um. Oh, yeah, no, DC destroyed the Vipers at home. Oh, yeah. But this it is was, a hard it was, one. It was in Orlando. Okay, no, disregard. DC, I don't think, has lost at home. No, they haven't. I was going to say, I didn't think they had. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, that makes it even easier, DC. Um, DC laying the eight and a half is where I'm going. Okay, interesting pick. Um, you're going with the fact that DC's never um, lost in their home stadium. However, we're not picking wins or losses. We're picking covering the spreads. Um, yes, and I think they will. Said, with that being said, DC has come fairly close in some of their home games. Ugh. And we're in the home stretch. I got room to wiggle and play around. I'm going to go Renegades to cover that spread. It's just okay. too big. It's just it is too a big, big spread, yeah. It's, it's, it scares me. Eight and a half is a lot, and they say that it really past six and a half is when it gets crazy. Um, so I'm going to listen to all my high school health teachers and say eight and a half is <laughs> just too big of a spread. And, and that the uh, the Renegades will be able to cover that. Oh, shit. I love how our audience gets to hear hear the the sque- the squirming in our voices and the anguish that we're putting ourselves through trying to pick these, putting some actual thought into these. <laughs> so that's yeah. Good. Well, when All I right. when I tried to pick it when I tried to pick it before the show just to make things run smoother, I go fucking one and three. So now we just go off the top of our heads uh, like we've been doing the whole the right. What got us? Well, to, it's worked better for you. I gotta say. It, it, me, I'm yeah. just kind of going with what I what I saw on the field the previous week, and um, you know what I any transactions I think that might help or anything like that. So, we're, having said that, Seattle Sea Dragons at St. Louis BattleHawks Sunday at three o'clock, meaning the whole the whole kit and caboodle will be done by six, um, which is interesting. Like I said, I think it's a benefit to them. Uh, so this one is the. St. Louis at home is the home favorite. Uh, they're laying two, two points again. Tight, tight spread. Uh, over under forty six. I'm, I'm gonna go with the dog here, man, and go with Seattle cover or to 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 win. I'm gonna take the two and a half or two, I should say. Jesus. Sea <laughs> dragons. Yeah. See, I was thinking of possibly doing that. <laughs> For the same reason. It's such a tight... If this spread was any more, I might go St. Louis. But yeah, I just the, think knowing, they, get, knowing that this is, this is essentially for this division or for that second playoff spot, really. You know? so, yeah, this is to see and I know I said DC this, ultimately. Yeah, and I, I know I said St. Louis, um, but I just really like the spread here. And uh, um, usually Vegas knows something. So, yeah, St. Louis it is, or Seattle it is. Yeah, I mean, just for me, I wanted to go Seattle, but then I just think of 35,000 people screaming, playoff spot on the line, the egos of 
every single St. Lunatic wanting an NFL team and wanting just a fuck you to Stan Kroenke. Yeah. I just, this is, this is going to be, I think they beat him by at least a touchdown. I'm going to go St. Louis to cover. Okay. All right. I mean, I could be wrong. All right. So, you want to finish out? Here we go to oh, review go it. Review it real okay. quick. Um, I picked Vegas. MG picked Houston. I picked Brahmas. MG picked Orlando. I picked Renegades. Uh, MG picked DC. I picked St. Louis. MG picked Sea Dragons. We are split on every single one. So it will nice. be an interesting week, MG. What else do we have to get into? Um, I just want to run a couple of things. Well, let's run through these odds. So the odds were updated for the outright winners this week. Um, and to no surprise, uh, at plus 160 of the D.C. Defenders. Um, Houston Roughnecks are plus 280. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks at plus 400. And Seattle Sea Dragons at plus 500. And Arlington Renegades at plus 900. And San Antonio, <laughs> there you go, plus 3,000. Um, if, if, if I were to just say go out on a whim, I think I would put some money on Seattle. Um, uh, Interesting. That might, that might be the, that might be the good bet there. I, both C, St. Louis and Seattle um, are getting decent odds here to make a run. I would definitely say throw, St. Louis. St. Yeah. Louis would be um, They're plus dog. 400. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, a lot's going to have to do with this, this game that happens this week. And these will change, but I thought these were interesting throughout there. Give you, give yeah. you kind of and a those, um, where we and, are. Mm. And those that aren't familiar, plus four hundred. If you go to the Battlehawks, essentially means if you put one dollar on the St. Louis Battlehawks at plus four hundred and they win, you take home four dollars. If you put ten dollars, you take home four hundred, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It works MG. better when you use a thousand or you use a hundred. <laughs> so yes, sir. Same shit. Uh, wanna, let's get into the power, tell me the power rankings. Rank? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just put them mm. on the screen right here for everyone, um, and then just tell you not much moving and shaking. I moved the Guardians down one spot and the Brahmas up one spot simply because um, the Guardians are eliminated. The Renegades are still um, in that second to last spot just because. They're the Renegades, and I think they're getting a little... I mean, I, the Renegades are such a weird team. So they're just there. But that's it. We'll, we'll update it next week. <laughs> this has been your power <laughs> rankings. Um, MG, we're about to kick off... Yes, sir. ...something momentous. <sighs> Is that a word? Mo- um. It's something. It's it's a little head to head action. We're we're finally getting there. Um, yeah, we got to load so, up the guns. People mm. are firing shots. Mg, Mg, who's firing yes, they shots? Are. So there's this Daryl Johnson, the USFL president, came out this week, and we're going to talk a little about them going head to head. USFL and. Um, USFL and XFL. I just made a new league. Wow. Uh, they are going head to head starting this week. Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> and then like um, the president of the USFL uh, decided to take a shot, and he was taking a shot at the rules of the XFL. And he tweeted out this um, US, or he says, 
he said he addressed in the kickoff rules and said a competitor has created a new kickoff that takes away surprise of onside kicks and has fallen to the point of gimmickry for me. Funny part is the rules are almost the same, <laughs> except the uh, the um, where they place the ball and that, and there is a fourth and was it fourth and twelve or something you can do. I believe it was. You read them off earlier. Twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um. So onside it, kick. Where the fuck did it go? It was right here. Oh yeah, fourth and twelve. Mm-hmm. So so these guys are clearly just taking shots at each other. The whole, or at least USFL well, is the whole Hollywood yeah, thing. I would from not a say. I would say not each other. Danny and Dudu. We haven't said one fucking word. It's just the USFL. Yeah, they're just been doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah, they have, and I'm like, why? What's they're not your your the gist of your season the most the if anything they're kicking it off for you and people that enjoyed watching spring football are going to continue to watch you so if anything and you it's should so be hilarious. um yeah <clears throat> they're they're being so they're being so hypocritical because they're the ones using the media and making up these storylines about the fucking mm-hmm. spring foot foot uh football wars. This is this is WWE and or WWF and WCW. Like they're the ones out in the media pushing the narrative, and meanwhile they're the ones doing all the gimmicky gimmicky shit. And the XFL hasn't said shit. The XFL is just like we're just on yeah. ESPN Plus. I'm like stream us. I'm like this player fifty four this kicker, right? Zoa, Which is a really good series. Caramana, that I kind of found. You know, yeah. Under Armour. <laughs> you know, we're just we're just chilling over here, and mm. then the USFL is like. Fuck that wrestling shit. And everyone's just like, motherfucker, we didn't mention wrestling once. Not Fucking once. They, they've been very careful about that. Um, there is so, no yeah, so as far there. as So as far as USFL, I, I have no problem with them competing. They had to start at some point. And the fact they were going head-to-head, you know, and we have a team here, we've, you know, and I'm sh- I'll be curious to see their ratings. I have a and team their, here. Um, yeah, you do too. We both mm. we both have USFL teams. Mm. Yes. And neither of Are us you have guys XFL a hub? Teams. Do you have a hub? Are you a hub or no? No, I think our hub is Philly. No, it couldn't can't be Philly because Philly is placed in our hub. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. USF. I forget. Um, it doesn't matter. It's just. It was just something I thought about, but uh, yeah, I'm I, I don't I think it's silly, you know why? No, why create, uh, the uh, generals play at Canton. Okay, all right, so they play in Ohio, so they're all playing in the they're all playing like in the Midwest for some reason. I don't know. Um, it probably helps yeah, with taxes. Fair, <laughs> um, but I yeah I, I don't know, man. I kind of like. I don't mind the the back and forth, but the fact that um, XFL is just minding their own business and USFL is trying to be calling them gimmickry and having the same words it tells me he didn't look up the rules. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. no idea what's going on on these in these streets. Um, MG, you want to? Yeah, you want to do our uh, our schedule kind of rundown? What the plan is yeah. going forward for the next we couple weeks? Update the people. We got to update the people. So, um, essentially what's going on, you don't know. Put us in the two box. I like to see your pretty face. I hate it when it's just on me. 
makes me feel self conscious. Well, you are. You look ugly. Well, fuck <laughs> off, man. I feel very bonita. Um, so, um, on the 19th, I will be getting shoulder surgery. Um, I'm all right. I've had an injury since 2017. I got it in the military, and they're finally just fixing it. Um, so, with that being said, there will not be a Thursday episode. We will be coming with a Monday night, Tuesday episode that will talk about week nine and lead us in to week 10. We're hoping then, the odds will be up at that point. We can, we can just yes. do it normal and yeah, at least we'll have some um, spreads. They might not be accurate, but mm. correct. Then the following week, which will be the leak leading into the division championships that week is still up in the air. So make sure you follow us at XFL pod on Twitter at official risk on Twitter at two fight forever. One of the three of those accounts, probably all three will tweet out what is going on, but essentially the episode leading into division championships will all depend on how well my arm is doing. I'm getting my right arm, my right shoulder fixed. I am a righty, so I do not know how well I am going to be able to sit and edit and type and do computer shit. Worst case scenario, MG will hold it down, possibly get some guests, but there will be an episode. We just don't know when leading into division championship weekend. Um, So like I said, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, follow us on Twitter for all the updates and latest information. MG, am I forgetting anything? I think that's it. I think we, uh, I think we did the business. I can't are, think of anything else. Hmm. And as long as um, there's nothing big happening in the world of professional wrestling, I believe MG and I are on board to get a live watch along for the championship game. Still a work in progress. We still need a get our ducks aligned, but the first part of it, which would was me getting off of work, has successfully been achieved, so we will both be free. It's just seeing if the back end and the production equipment that we use to bring this show to everyone and that we would use to bring it live would be available. Like I said, um, if anything big in the wrestling world is happening, then that's kind of off the table or delayed and we'll just be tweeting about it. MG, that all sounds accurate as well. That sounds about right. Um, I'll look into that. What the other, the back end stuff and see where we're at. Um, as far as I know, we're in the clear. Um, we yeah. will see, um, going forward. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of, and I, and we, we may, we may not, we may not even do the whole game. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, what, what, and I what, highly doubt, I we'll highly keep doubt that there will be anything because that is um, Daddy Z's birthday, anyways. So I doubt he'll be wanting to record a goddamn thing that day. So <laughs> we should be good. But with that being said, 
As always, go ahead and like and subscribe to this video. Go check out our sponsor, Habibi Clothing. Um, the 420 drop is dropping on when other than 420. Exclusive shirt, only 30 available, only on that day will be part of the drop. I am Jonathan Risk. You can follow me at Official Risk, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-R-I-Z-K. That is MG Geek can't see that i'm pointing that is mg geek you can follow him at the number two fight forever on twitter he is very active on there us together at xfl pod be a friend tell a friend go ahead drop us a question or a comment until next time we will see y'all monday tuesday of next week to get all into the guts of week nine and preview week 10 but until then mg like we tell him always peace Later.